What's up, everybody? I'm Ken Crump. This is the Mainstream Evangelical Podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since I've been here. I haven't done a whole lot of videos in a while. Um, haven't done a whole lot of on the podcast. Haven't put a lot up there. And the reason for that is, for the last six months, I've been working on a book. That book is right here. It's called Redemptive Deconstruction. That book is available now at Amazon as a print book and as an ebook. Um, there will be an audio book for this coming here pretty soon. I haven't quite got there yet. But I kind of wanted to uh, really step back and, and lay a firmer foundation for everything I'm trying to do here and explain to people what exactly it is we're doing here at the Mainstream Evangelical and how we're trying to approach the gospel and approach a lot of the contemporary issues and stuff that we deal with on a daily basis. Um, a number of years ago, I ran into some issues at a church I was attending, uh, and this is after decades of me dealing with other stuff in the church over the years, which which we address in the book. Matter of fact, the beginning of the book, I talk about um, I talk about what it means to be uh, or what redemptive deconstruction actually means, and then I go into a pretty long testimony of my experience with the church from the very beginning, uh, from when I was young and didn't even believe there was a God, uh, all the way up to to now and where we are today, um, and that whole story. But more recently. I was at a church, and this is a church with a bunch of people that are friends of mine, people that I know. Uh, overall, it's a fairly healthy church, but there were some things that went down uh, this past election cycle that was really off-putting, and, uh, and some things that really brought this, these types of issues to my attention. And so, bottom line is, I believe the Bible means what it says. I believe in a traditional view of theology. I don't necessarily have a a conservative application of that, but I do believe the Bible means exactly what it says. Uh, and when you run into these issues on the right, uh, whether it be political extremism, whether it be uh, church abuse or church dysfunction or overly controlling fundamental ex uh, extremism, Pentecostal extremism, there's a wide array of issues here. And I, and, and, and all the churches I've been to over the years, some had this issue, some had that issue, and, and granted, none of them are perfect. Uh, in the book, I also give a description of what a healthy church is. I advocate healthy churches. I'm not anti-church. A lot of people in the deconstruction movement are anti-church. I am not. So I advocate healthy churches, and I give some descriptions of what is a healthy church and what isn't. Um, but in this book, I really laid down what, how to navigate this stuff as far as dealing with churches, whether you should leave, what kind of church you should go to, or whether you should go to church at all. Um, and I talk about the different categories of deconstruction. Uh, the first category is atheistic deconstruction. These are people who reject faith altogether. They've made a deliberate decision to walk away from all forms of faith. Many are hostile toward previous faith groups, and, uh, and some actively work against the church and Christianity. And a lot of times when you have people on the right that have an issue with the deconstruction movement, uh, this is what they see deconstruction is, and that's not necessarily the case. There are a lot of people like that, and, and that's fine. That's their prerogative. That's their, their goal. Um, I'm not here really to address that. I'm happy to have a discussion with these guys, but sometimes that discussion gets really toxic fast, so I just cut that off. I'm not interested. I mean, if you want to have a discussion with me about stuff, I'm more than happy to do it, but I'm not going to sit there and listen to a bunch of uh, 
you're just really narrow-minded binary thinking and 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 just uh, stuff that's not based in fact. It's just based on prejudice toward the church. I'm not interested in that. If you want to have a, a discussion, I'll have it. The other group is agnostic deconstruction. These are people who have walked away from their faith, but haven't completely shut the door. Many of these people are what we call nuns. I don't mean nuns like N-U-N-S, but N-O-N-E-S. When it comes to faith affiliation, they would choose the nun category when describing their faith. They've become more ambivalent toward faith issues rather than antagonistic. Um, a lot of these people have just walked away. They're, they're just not interested anymore. They just don't see the value. They're not saying they don't believe 100%. Um, you know. So I guess you would just call them agnostics for the most part. Um, the other, the other group, and, and this is a lot of them you'll find, and this is a lot of the people I found, a lot of the people I ran into, uh, is progressive deconstruction. These are people who claim to believe in Christ, but have adopted a progressive theology that cherry picks the scripture. They interpret scripture from an eisegetical perspective that inserts progressive causes into the text. Many deny the traditional tenets of Christianity. Um, not all progressives are the same. Some hold on to many of the traditional beliefs of Christianity, while others have rejected nearly all. And, and when I started going down this deconstruction path, um, that's kind of what I, what I ran into. It's, it's like this. You, you're in a church, and you're just, and, and you know, when I go to church, I just want to hear about God. I want to hear about, I want my family to grow. I want to, I want to, I don't mind contributing. I think there's a, there's a give and take between people and churches and you should be able to go to a church. And I think if you go there, you do need to contribute some with, you know, you contribute your money, contribute your time because you're getting something out of that. It's a give and take. Um, so I believe, I believe that's important. Uh, but a lot of these churches I found that, or at least some of them, that, um, there was a lot of other stuff there that really didn't have a whole lot to do with the Bible. It was stuff that got in the way. Um, you shouldn't have, if you have some view that's heretical or something, I understand them taking issue. But when you have a traditional view of Christianity and your only issue is you're not buying into the, the political manipulation, and it doesn't matter if it's right or left, but a lot of it, evangelicals, you're going to be talking about uh, stuff on the right. Um, and if you're not, you're not 100% into that, in other words, you go to a Bible study, you're not interested in somebody talk about um, their conservative viewpoint or who they're voting for or the upcoming election, you're there to learn about God, right? So, or that, or you have people, churches that are overly controlling, overly manipulative, um, have an overemphasis on giving, you know, and, and try to emphasize, uh, overemphasize tithing or what they think. Uh, it's just really more manipulative than it is something that's healthy and something that helps you to grow as a Christian. It's kind of like this. It's like, you know, you see all this garbage in, in, the, in the church, right? So you're like, I don't want that garbage, right? So you toss that away. And then you go, and this is what I did. I started looking around. Well, maybe there's something, was, is there a, a type of evangelicalism that doesn't have all this junk, that I don't have to be a card-carrying Republican to be a Christian. And I'm not saying I'm a card-carrying Democrat or anything either. I'm just saying I'm independent, I think, for myself. I don't fall into this narrow category of what people call um, uh, a conservative worldview. That's not necessarily—some things are conservative, but some things aren't. I just want to think for myself and go to church and be free. And then what you end up with, you end up finding all these progressive sites. And then you end up trading your, your conservative garbage— for a progressive garbage, you know? So now you've got this bag of garbage. And what I'm saying is, I don't want any of the garbage. I don't want any of it. I just want to go to a church, fellowship with people based on what the Bible actually says, not all this other 
extra stuff that people tend to bring into it. So what redemptive deconstruction is, redemptive deconstruction recognizes the abuse and the dysfunctional nature of modern-day evangelical Christianity, but retains a traditional theological understanding of Scripture. It chooses a path of reform rather than progressive hate rather than progressive heresy or atheism. It confronts the extremism on the right and the left simultaneously within the context of a balanced traditional theological framework. And that's the perspective uh, that this book is based upon and what I've written. And we're going to be doing a lot of uh, different podcasts in the future. I'm going to be taking bits and pieces from the, from the book and kind of use it as a basis, a framework um, for what I'm presenting. But if you're somebody that just, you believe in God, you believe the Bible means what it says, you believe in, in the, the moral imperatives there, you believe you need to love your brother and you need to do things, but you're just tired of having this, this right-wing stuff jammed down, you're just, just forced on you all the time, and you just want to be free and be able to express yourself. Now, again, I'm not talking about being heretical. I'm not talking about you denying what the scripture actually says, which is what a lot of progressives end up doing, but just actually saying, well, okay, this is the stuff I believe, but all your extra stuff I'm not interested in, okay? I'm not interested in the manipulation. I'm not interested in the abuse. I'm not interested in all these other things. I'm not interested in your politics. I just want to go to church and be blessed um, and, and, and be a blessing to others, not just to be blessed, because I think it's a give and take thing. You can't just be selfish and just gimme 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 but you can't always just be because churches will just drain you so that's kind of what the mainstream evangelical is all about that's what this book is about that's the the perspective i'm coming from it's kind of hard to do because we are so conditioned to think in a real conservative point of view or a real uh progressive point of view you know and, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot in the middle here where people can um, can express themselves in the way they can just think for themselves without being getting a beat down from the right or the left. Uh, it's kind of like what's happened, and one of the things we do talk about in the book, we talk about politics and how to navigate all those political issues. That's actually the biggest chapter of the book because it's such a complex, nuanced kind of thing. Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff in there. We talk about Christian nationalism. We talk about, um, you know, uh, progressive progressive extremism as well. We talk about all kinds of things and how to, how to have a balanced view. And that stuff is kind of seeped into the church, and you have a theological view that's like that too. You have people that are just conditioned to think all the way to the right, you know, and they come up with this um, biblical worldview concept. And most of the time I find that a biblical worldview to some of these people, or many of them maybe even, uh, that biblical worldview just basically means a conservative worldview with a Jesus bumper sticker on it. And then you go to the left and you find a lot of people that they consider Christianity nothing more than a bunch of progressive uh, social justice causes. And, and many of those I agree with. Some of them, to, to a certain extent, as long as I don't agree with the extremism that's kind of added on top of it, but there's a lot of those views that I identify with, but not to the point where you get into some uh, more extremist agendas with it. Uh, but you have that also. You have you have people that go down that end, and people have been conditioned. We have to either be some right-wing zealot or some left-wing zealot and be a Christian, and that's just not true. You should be able to just be yourself, be a Christian, follow the Word of God. You still have to follow the Scripture, but we don't have to do so in a legalistic manner. We can we can apply that in a way where there's more freedom, where people have the ability to, to make their own choices, to make those decisions freely, not by being manipulated, not by being guilted into it, uh, not by being just constantly uh, like some kind of, you know, being pushed by fear 
or negativity. So that's what we're going to be talking about in the future here. Um, I hope you listen. I hope you check it out. I, I encourage you to buy this book. Um, it's available as an ebook. It's available also as a uh, print book. Um, the print option is at Amazon, and that's the only place I can I have that option available um, because they print on demand. Uh, the ebook's available there as well, but I am going to have some more some more options for the ebook or even a PDF version. And definitely, I've, I'm working on the audio version of it right now, but that's a lot of work and a lot of editing that goes into that. So, so I hope you have a blessed day. I hope you have a blessed life. Um, and I hope you'll, you'll join me on this journey to try to find a way to navigate these issues with church, navigate these issues with politics, navigate just how to live our lives as Christians, uh, based, based on the Bible and get as much of the religious baggage out of the way. So God bless you. Have a great day. (laughs) 